Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you folks? Uh, I don't know about you but it has been an absolutely action packed week. <laughs> this is in the piping world, it's been absolutely mad. Uh, so yeah, we're going to do what we can to get through all of it on this week's podcast and of course we have another topic of the week which may well be of interest to bands folk. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about recruitment but... <clears throat> Don't worry, it won't be a real dull and dry topic. It's something really quite interesting, I'm sure, even to those who aren't involved in the band scene. Indeed, you might actually read across to the Celtic and folk music scene whenever you're trying to recruit an audience for what you're doing. Anyway, before we get into this week's topic of the week and all that stuff, we have to get through all the news and views and all the rest. Yes, of course, with each and every podcast, we welcome you to the Big Rab Show podcast. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. So, with each and every week, we always do plug... Like every other podcast out there, our Patreon, of course. Yes, we mention it every week, but for good reason. Yeah, the good folks over there on Patreon have had some incredible access to a serious amount of backstage stuff and extras. And uh, just, yeah, there's a lot of goodness back there. If you would like to get your hands on all of that extra stuff, then, yeah, go over to the Patreon, click on support, and be part of the Patreon faithful! who are absolutely awesome and help keep the lights on here along with the guys at G1. Indeed. (laughs) So, yeah, seriously, there's episodes of Big Rab Show Plus back there. There's all sorts of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, our weekly catch-up. So, I don't know, there's months worth of radio shows back there now that you can enjoy, which are two hours long every single week, and you get that as being a part of the Patreon faithful. Uh, but also, you get exclusive performances, and there's videos, there's interviews, there's there's loads, all right? So, yeah, go and check it out for yourself. If you don't believe me, you can go and have a look at our Patreon, and if you would like to help support the show, you can be part of the Patreon faithful and get your mitts and all that extra stuff, indeed. Now, with each podcast... You guessed it, the format hasn't really changed and it's kind of remained the same. We do like to kick off each podcast with some listener mail. Now, this week's listener mail basically was all talking on the topic of motivation. A lot of people out there really seem to be struggling finding their motivation and a lot of them have actually been sharing the link with their friends, asking us, Hi Rab, can you give us the link to the show and everything? My podcast downloader just downloads it automatically without a link and blah 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 so yeah we were able to share out that link with everyone uh, who requested it and it's been shared out far and wide by all accounts it's been quite a popular episode that one so yes if you haven't listened to last week's podcast on the topic of motivation and refinding your mojo if you want 
then uh, go and have a listen to it. It's quite an interesting topic. And a lot of you guys out there really seem to enjoy it as well. And, uh, yeah, conveyed your thanks. So thank you, everyone, who enjoyed that. Now, also, we are still receiving suggestions for our future podcast for what makes a good pipe major and what makes a good lead drummer. Yeah, we're getting a lot of very interesting feedback on both positions. And what we're finding is that they are two incredibly different roles. Yeah, the qualities that some people would look for in a PM, we're not finding them in lead drummers, and vice versa. There's some things that lead drummers need to be good at that pipe majors aren't really looked for. So, yeah, some very interesting feedback is coming through on that one. So if you do have any comments, of course, or any possible suggestions on what you believe would make a good pipe major or a good lead drummer, then please do email them through to us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Email address has never changed. It's always stayed the same. I'm sure by now you guys have memorized it. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Yeah, send us through your thoughts, feelings, queries, questions, anything at all. We really love hearing from you guys. Oh, and also, don't forget one of our favorite features here on the Big Rab Show. Yeah, weekly drone. Now, unfortunately, we don't have a weekly drone this week. Uh, so, yeah, apologies. But I have to say... Go along to Weekly Drone. It's where you go and do it. There has been a number of people actually questioned saying, oh, do you know, I've always wanted to send you in an email and stuff, but, um, you know, I just don't want to put my name to it and that, you know, and then you read it out with my name against it and then my band could come knocking up my door saying, hey, lad, what are you at? You know, so, yes, if you do want to do it completely anonymously and have no names, no points of contact, nothing like that, then please do consider going along to our weekly drone segment, which is over there. So really quite useful uh, for a lot of folks. So bigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Go and take advantage of that. Yeah, it's quite an interesting one. Hmm. And we've had some really interesting uh, inputs in the show this last while as a result. So yeah, there you are. That's where you go and do that. Warts and all, completely anonymous. Weekly drone. So yeah, apologies. No weekly drone this week, folks. But yeah, we do hope to have one or two or three for you next week who knows it all depends on you guys if you've managed to send them in or not there you are all right well it's at this point of the show where normally we would have weekly drone and all the rest and um yeah you guessed it it's that part of the week where it's time for word of the week Time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Change. Ah, yes. This week's Word of the Week is change. It's a small word with one syllable, depending on how you say it. Change, I suppose. But change, it's something that we're all going through at the moment. And I dare say... That 2022, when we roll onto the grass for our first major of the season, we will see a lot of it. We'll see a lot of change. At the moment, as well, as we get into the news and stuff for this week's show, we're going to talk about a lot of change that's happening. There's been a lot of change in personnel and all the rest from different bands and such, and it's been quite difficult and stressful times for a lot of bands, a lot of bands, folk out there for that matter. But... I have to say, change is what you make of it. You know, you can either tackle change head on and say, right, let's do this positively, things are changing, let's roll with it. Or you could dig your heels in and go, no, I don't like this, this is new, this is strange, and this is horrible, I don't like change. So, 
yeah, both have their benefits, I suppose. You know, there is comfort and familiarity, you know, and all of that. But at the same time, we've just been through a global pandemic. You know, a global pandemic which has killed millions of folks and has had devastating effects on all areas of the world, not just our own piping scene. So, you know, don't let my nervous laughter fool you. This was something really quite serious that has had global impacts and... I dare say we will see change in our piping scene as a direct result. So that is our word of the week this week, change. And I suppose it's up to you whether you embrace that change or not, I suppose. That's a decision for you guys, but that's word of the week this week. We are seeing a lot of change out there. So we thought that would be this week's word of the week. There you go. Now... Speaking on that very same topic of change, it actually brings me to a bit of an article that was published on PipesDrums.com this past week. Before we get into the news and whatnot, I have to say that there was an opinion piece published by PipesDrums.com entitled Promising Post-Pandemic Predictions, where the contributor who produced this article gave all sorts of different predictions of what they think the 2022 season would look like. And they make various different suggestions, you know, about a relaxed dress code, judging may well change, creativity and bands and their musical selections will change. They're also saying that associations will have to give value for money, online competitions, will they continue or not? There's a very detailed piece, and I would like you to go along and have a read at it, because no doubt we'll be debating this article going forward in a future podcast. So, promising post-pandemic predictions... But notably, they do talk about change. They do say that things will not remain the same as what they were. If you do, well, if any of you are, you know, looking at the Pipes Drums website, you are aware that they have had recent forums of the doctors of bagpiping. Yeah, so (laughs) you can go and have a watch at those. But what essentially the pipe majors were saying is that the way the pipe majors will manage their bands will change. No longer will you be able to do the whole hands-on thing to be able to fix someone's pipes for them. You know, you're able to take the chanter out of the stock and give it a blow, you know, stick it straight in your gob and blah, 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 right, that chanter's fine. You know, stick it back in the stock again. No, that won't happen anymore. It'll mean that pipers will have to be a lot more hands-on with their own instrument, getting to learn how to do their own maintenance and all of that and being able to get their own tone without manual intervention from their pipe major so we will see subtle changes from that regard yes could this be the end of licking reeds yeah once i heard that that was an actual practice oh my stomach turned but now that we're in post-pandemic times my stomach's turning even more (laughs) so will this see the end of licking reeds don't know i dare say a lot of people will be heavily investing in water control or moisture control and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we will see definite changes in the way we handle our instrument, the way we play it even, and the way we bring it to a band situation and how that's handled. So, yeah, change. I know I'm rattling on about Word of the Week this week, but we are seeing so much of it, and that article kind of did raise that to a head. So go and have a look at that. Pipestrums.com and their opinion piece, Promising Post-Pandemic Predictions, which is not easy to say in a podcast. On a podcast promising post-pandemic predictions. Hey, what about that? <laughs> I managed it. 
There you are, folks. Well, I think it's normally at this point in the show where I do offer a little bit of help to pipers out there who are stuck with their piping. Yeah, you guessed it, folks. It's about time for the promo, isn't it? (laughs) Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling, month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Ah, fantastic. There you go. Yes, if you are stuck with your plan then why not take advantage of this tailor-made program? Seriously, we've had a lot of people using it this last while and reporting back to us and telling us just how successful it's been. We have had some folks, though, however, who have found it difficult. Not going to lie, it's not all sunshine and roses. I guess you get out of the program what you put into it. You know, once you go through your own, you know, your tailor-making interview and such, you know, to talk to you about what, you know, what you're dealing with and what you're being stuck on, maintenance whether it's your hands your tuning whatever it is then you do actually have to invest some time and actually work on the thing that the tutors are telling you to Um, if you don't put the work in you're not going to get the results so i guess that's food for thought but um uh, yeah hey it's free it's tailor-made and it's designed to help you so hey what's not to love bigrabshield.com forward slash dojo that's where it's at Alrighty, folks let's get into some actual news then shall we like i said it's been quite a packed week in the piping scene and again i have to say i will probably miss something <laughs> so if i do happen to miss your own particular band your news story anything like that then please do give us a heads up yeah send us in an email bigrabshow at gmail.com because there has been so much this past week or two it's been kind of ridiculous if we're honest it's been so so busy so we'll we'll do what we can to get through everything shall we indeed Alright, I have to give a huge mention at the very start of the news to Angus McCall, Gordon Bruce, Finlay Johnson and Callum McCannis, who were photographed recently following the completion by Finlay and Gordon of their charity cycle. Now, I briefly mentioned this on Fuse, where Finlay Johnson and Gordon Bruce were out raising money, cycling to raise money for cancer research. They managed to do 104 miles are you serious? Yep, 104 miles, and they've managed to raise £4,500 for cancer research. So shout out to you guys. Now, the reason I mention Angus McCall and those guys is because along the way, there was bagpipers playing to keep their spirits up. So we had Kyle Warren, Angus McCall, Stuart Little, 
that, come on, Callum McInnes with all these big names in the piping scene who were along the route, I suppose, to help keep their spirits up as they were cycling 104 miles. So fair play to you, lads. Four and a half grand for cancer research. That's incredible. So well done to everyone. Well done. Okay, now, I did want to get that out of the way, first of all, because, uh, yeah, partly that was something that I was missing on last week's pod that I didn't actually mention it, so apologies. Like I said, if I do miss anything this week, then please draw it to my attention, let me know, because there is always stuff that I do manage to miss, so do what I can to catch it all. All right. Now, this weekend's going to be quite a busy weekend, because not only here in Northern Ireland have we got our own piping event... Yeah, we'll talk about that in a wee second. But also, this weekend sees, yeah, the Wisconsin Scottish Pipe Band and Solo Contest in Waukesha. Yeah, (laughs) you guys remember me talking about it on a previous podcast and singing the praises of the Midwest Pipe Band Association, how they managed to rescue this event. Well, it's happening. September 4th, gates are opening at the St. John Northwestern Military Academy in Delafield. And uh, I'm all sorts of excited for this because it has solos as well as bands. And I'm, uh, yeah, I am so, so happy that this is happening. And uh, I've mentioned it last week and just say, you know, the guys at the Midwest Pipe Band Association are absolute heroes stepping in and saving this event for its membership. It's, yeah, absolutely incredible. So, yes, I do wish everyone heading to that event this weekend the very best of luck. Have a good tune. And hopefully we'll actually have a team member on the ground who will be doing what I can uh, to capture little bits of audio and little bits of video. And hopefully the odd word or two for next week's podcast. So, hi, if you're going to that event, then be prepared. There may well be a microphone shoved in your face. So... <laughs> you've been warned we're sending a big rab show rep out there to annoy everyone so yeah there you are i'm really looking forward to that so shout out to the midwest pipe band association on their upcoming event this weekend good luck everyone i think that's going to be all sorts of entertaining now i did mention that here locally in the uk we do have another event here in northern ireland rspba northern ireland are having another piping festival i love the way they call these festivals pipe band festival it's not a competition they're very clear on that now they are holding this one in bangor but it's at a brand new venue in bangor town now everyone just kind of assumed that it was at the usual park that is normally held in but no it's been moved it's at the mckee clock arena so for those of you who don't know where that is you can go and look at the maps and stuff that's up there now Uh, So, yeah, go and check it out. Full information's on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. Now, as far as I know, the event is strictly ticketed. Yep, and you need to have a ticket to get in. Now, the reason is because they're trying to restrict numbers. They're not hoping to see tens of thousands of people turn up to this event. In fact, they are restricting numbers to strictly 1,000 spectators, very similar to what they did for Antrim Castle Gardens. That event was very strictly controlled with tickets only, and I can tell you now, following the podcast that we did at Antrim Castle Gardens, there were a serious amount of people that turned up at the gate, expected to pay a fee to get in, and they had to be turned away. Now, this caused no end of arguments and disappointment with people yelling and shouting at the staff at the gate saying, come on, let me in. Well, no, you can't simply pay an entry fee at the gate and expect to get in. It is strictly ticket only, so you've been warned. Now, apparently, at this late stage, 
Tickets are extremely limited. There's only about 50-plus tickets left for this. So when you consider that there was a 1,000 to begin with when I first started telling you about this, and there's now only, like, 50 left, well, go now. Go and grab them when you can, and please avoid disappointment. I do not want to see any bitter scenes like what I've seen in Antrim of folks being turned away at the gate for not having tickets. So, yeah, avoid disappointment, go online, book your tickets now, and I'll see you all on Bangor on Saturday, folks. Yeah. So, what to expect at Bangor? Well, from all accounts, uh, we've reached out to RSPBA Northern Ireland, and they have given us a list of who all will be involved. So, yes, we will be doing a little bit of groundwork ourselves, and we will be doing what we can to uh, yeah, do a bit of live streaming and interviewing and all this, all that good stuff as always. But we're not going to spoil it for you. We're not going to give you a full rundown of who will be appearing. But we have to say that the lineup at this particular pipe band festival is absolutely massive compared to that of Antrim. There are so many bands going to Bangor compared to Antrim. Now, right enough, whenever you look at Antrim Castle Gardens, it was a smaller event. For good reason, they were testing the waters. And a lot of the bands, actually, at that stage in the year, had only managed to have, like, three or four practices. So, realistically, yeah, a lot of the bands now have had a lot more time to them actually put together a sound, a few wee performances and stuff. So, we, as a result, will see a lot more bands hit the grass. So, very excited for this weekend. I cannot wait... I will be there as soon as the gates swing open on Saturday the 4th. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be fit to be tired. I cannot wait for this. So the event includes drum majors, Highland dancers and the trad sessions as well. Same as Antrim Castle Gardens, but there will be a load more pipe bands there. So for those of you who can't actually be there in Bangor this weekend for whatever reason, then don't worry. Ourselves on the Big Rab Show team will do what we can to live stream all that we possibly can. So... With that being said, go along, check us out on Facebook, social media, everywhere. We will do what we can to cover what we can. So that's bands, drum majors, dancers, whatever we can film, we'll do what we can. So there you are. I cannot wait for Bangor this weekend, boys. So, yeah, this will run from noon until 5pm. Apparently times are quite strict on that front as well. So crowds will be heavily controlled as well as times. So... Don't be expecting to be hanging around after 5pm. You'll be asked to leave. Yeah, there you are. You've been told. Alrighty. Now, on the subject of change, as just to reflect our word of the week this week. Yeah, we've got note of quite a number of changes in some of our, you know, upper grade bands that we weren't expecting. On August 25th, we got an announcement from St. Joseph's Pipe Band. Yeah, St. Joseph's Clondalkin put out an announcement saying that the band regrets to announce the departure of their lead tipper, Aaron McLean. Yeah, so Aaron McLean, of course, we did report the story where Aaron took up the role of lead tipper of the band. And, uh, yeah, it was all sorts of exciting where Aaron was getting to work with the guys behind the scene, getting them ready to hit the line for 2020. And, of course, bang! Along came the pandemic, and that threw the brakes on. Well, throughout all of this ridiculous pandemic nonsense, yeah, unfortunately, we have seen Aaron take a step back, and he's no longer going to be lead tipper of St. Joseph's because he's now relocating back to Northern Ireland again. So, yeah, he's put out a full statement and everything and just wishes the band well. Honestly, 
yeah, I wish Arnhem the best as well. And um, yeah, if anything, I'm really interested now, you know, because like we say, change is always a huge deal on bands because it can have a huge effect on either the pipe core or drum core. In this case, it'll have an effect on the drum core, but the band as a whole, I suppose, whenever they're having to fill a role of responsibility like this. So with that in mind, yeah, I have to say good luck to Rhonda Bine. Yeah, Rhonda Byrne, she'll be taking on the role of lead tipper. Now, Rhonda was a member of St. Lawrence, of course, back in the day. I do remember Rhonda quite well. And, uh, yeah, she'll now be taking on the role of new lead tipper. So, I wish her well with that, Jen. And for Aaron as well, uh, who knows where he'll end up. And, of course, as soon as that announcement dropped, we had 101 different rumours. Oh, Aaron's going to play with these boys and these guys and these girls and that, all that kind of stuff. You know the usual crack yourselves. But I have to say, until you hear it from the horse's mouth, that's exactly what it is. It's a rumour. So don't pay heed to the rumours, folks. Uh, there's been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Uh, but, um, yeah, to Aaron, if you're listening to the pod, mate, and I do know that you do, I would do wish you well no matter where you decide to go. Yeah. Good luck. And to also to the guys at St. Joseph's and to Rhonda as well, we wish you well in your new appointment. And uh, to everyone there at St. Joseph's, the cracking great band. Love those guys. And uh, yeah, here's hoping you can hit the ground running for 2022, folks. Indeed. Alrighty, moving on. Now, I have to say, as well as change at St. Joseph's, in recent days, we had a huge change announced at one of our grade one bands here in Northern Ireland, Klaus Kelts. Now, this one came across as a bit of a surprise for all of us. And, um, yeah, none more so than us here in the Big Rab Show. Whenever we seen the announcement and everything, of course, we shared it out out there on social media. And, uh, yeah, the amount of outpouring of support and everything has just been fantastic. So, I have to say a huge congratulations to Brendan McGoran, who is now the lead tipper of Klaus Kelt Pipe Band, or is, as he's affectionately known, Barney. I've never really called him Brendan. I, I, it would be weird to call him Brendan. Everyone knows him as Barney. So, yes, you guys know Barney has been an incredible drummer at the PSNI, lead tipper at the PSNI. Plus, you know, he's had a wealth of experience, you know, with winning world championship titles all over the place as well. I fondly remember Barney as being lead tipper of uh, the Red Devils in Ballycone. Yeah, that's how that's my first memory of actually competing against him. And then, yeah, he managed to stuff our core every week. But that was fun. Thanks, Barney. Uh, but, yeah, of course, he was a member of the RUC back in the day, winning the world solo, winning the world drumming in 2000. So he has a wealth of experience behind him. And, hi, taking up this new exciting appointment at Klaus Kelt, we do wish him well. So I have a good one. Yeah. Now, in a full statement, of course, he does talk about how excited he is about taking on the new role and actually plays compliment to the pipe core and all the rest, saying that they were top class and that he was very excited for his new journey ahead and he's really looking forward to it. So, I have to say, fantastic stuff, so well done. But I have to lay claim to a lot of the stuff that's been flinging about online, on social media. This has raised an awful lot of questions about what happened to Klaus Kelt's lead drummer who was leaving Gary Corkin now I have no idea and Klaus Kelt have not alluded as to what happened either but at the same time bands do make changes in personnel and to be frank they don't really need to explain it you know if they decide to appoint a brand new lead tipper regardless of what went on behind closed doors and uh, us as the general public we don't know and probably never need to know but at the same time, it's just exciting to see that Barney has taken on this new role, and uh, hey, we wish him well. 
Now, it has also raised questions not only about Gary Corkin and his whereabouts, but also has raised questions about the PSNI themselves. Because, as you know, Barney was lead tipper at the PSNI, so what's the future hold for their drum corps? Guys, this brings me along to word of the week. Change. (laughs) We're starting to see a lot of change, and this could well only be the start of the announcements for lots of other bands. Not just Klaus Kelt, but we may well see a lot of change in personnel for various different bands. Over the course of the pandemic, of course, bands haven't really been able to do anything for two years now, competitively. So, of course, they are going to be trying to rebuild in any possible way that they can. And, as we have just said, Barney is all sorts of excited to be taking the role at Klaus Kelt. And, uh, hey, a new challenge, a new... I don't know, new motivation, I suppose, for the back line at Klaus Kelt. So it could lead to very exciting times for them. So also, you know, a shake-up in personnel in PSNI, that could be an interesting development as well. They could get themselves a new lead tipper, and yeah, who knows? PSNI could be a force to be reckoned with as well. So you just don't know. As for Gary Corkin, of course, we have no idea what he plans to do, where he's going, but either way, if we do hear anything, of course, we will be reporting it here on The Big Rab Show, and we'll let you know exactly where he turns up, if anywhere. Indeed. There you are. Exciting times. So, yes, I have to say again, Whenever you're reading stories on change, all right, where you're seeing people moving from band to band, getting new appointments here and there, I have to stress, don't pay heed to the rumor machine, all right, because it's always around this time of year. We do affectionately call this the transfer season. (laughs) It hasn't really happened, of course, thanks to the pandemic this last while, but now we're starting to see the wheels turning again. And um, the rumor machine, let's just say, is... It's found fifth gear, alright? It's blistering down the motorway at 90 miles an hour. The rumour machine is rife with stories. Uh, So, again, I have to stress, I will not report rumours. The amount of people who have messaged me saying, Oh God, Rab, guess who walked out, who had a massive row, and took all the pipers and all the drummers away with them, and uh, all, all the crazy madness that you hear, you know? We all love a good gossip. Yeah, fair enough. But at the same time, whenever people contact me and say, Hey, Rab, did you hear about this crazy story? You must talk about it on the show. Uh, No. (laughs) No, I must not. Because uh, when you pay heed to rumours and all the rest, it actually does more damage than good. So, yeah, we always like to wait until we hear it from the horse's mouth themselves, either from the band or the individual involved. Then that's when we will report the story. All right? So... Yeah, if we hear rumours about this person lifting the instrument and taking over a certain band, or this person's moved over to this certain country and they're taking over that certain band, blah, blah, blah. We've heard that many different stories. It's insane. So, yes, forgive us if we don't report on rumour, folks. What we do like to stick to the facts because there's been, yeah, there's been occasion before when we have reported rumour And yeah, we ended up getting a real bitter sting in the tail. So we like to stick to facts and yeah, apologies to the rumour machine. But there you go, there you go. Not that we don't enjoy a good gossip, of course, but yeah, we always like to stick to the facts. Alrighty, let's move on. So shifting our focus from changes in band personnel 
to look at things down under at the moment. Yeah, things specifically in New Zealand. Yeah, the National Youth Pipe Band of New Zealand put out quite an exciting announcement there recently to say that they're going to be heading on a bit of a southern tour. Now, this includes dates running through October. Uh, I think it's the 6th, 7th and 9th of October, if I'm right. I don't know, I can just about read my own notes here. They're heading to Christchurch, Timaru and Dunedin and tickets are available now through the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland social media. They're calling this tour Evolution. Yeah. And they, they feature the Kiwi multi-instrumentalist Rene Pearson. Yeah, there you go. I hope I pronounced that right. But um, yeah, Evolution, the National Youth Pipe Band of New Zealand. Now, as far as I'm aware, this could be their first tour. Now, I could be completely wrong. This could be stuff and rap got drunk. More than likely. But yeah, shout out to the National Youth Pipe Band of New Zealand. Very excited to see you guys on tour following your new establishment and everything. And uh, yeah, wishes well, guys. And yes, you know me. I really hope to see some online content from this, whether it be a little sneaky peek clip or something, a little video, maybe even a photograph or two. Yeah. Definitely get a post online, guys. We would love to see any of that, indeed. Now, reaching across, of course, from New Zealand, we're also looking to sunny Australia, where Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band are throwing a bit of a concert as well. This will be held on Saturday the 18th of September, so not too far from now. And the venue, of course, will be in Brisbane Boys College themselves at that very venue. Now, tickets are $20 and available through their social media. They've placed all the links and whatnot, and they're calling this... Sounds of Scotland, a touch of tartan. Yeah, so go along, have a look at that. Brisbane Boys College Pipe Band, is, they're throwing a bit of a concert with a bit of a cheesy title, but it's a good title at the same time because it does let you know what's going to be happening on stage. So, yeah, why not go have a listen to that? Shout out to the Brisbane Boys College. That's going to be all sorts of interesting there. Definitely. Alrighty, now speaking of concerts and whatnot, I can't avoid... Possibly one of the biggest concerts that ourselves here in the Big Rab Show have ran in a while. Of course, our Leslie Smith online concert to raise funds for his ongoing cancer treatment. Did you guys see the concert at the weekend? Oh my god. It was incredible. And the feedback that we got from this event on Saturday was just ridiculous. Everyone absolutely loved it. In fact, I know some people who bought tickets in that and have rewatched it a few times as well. This this concert for Leslie Smith was an absolute stunker and one not to be missed. We had some incredible performances from LA Scots, Shots, Johnstone, Field Marshal, Sontas, Pure Blarney, Kerry McQuillan, Alistair Lee, Matt McIsaac, Jim Kilpatrick, Ross Miller, Adam McCollum, Jamie Coffey, there's so many, I'm I'm just going to sit here and read an entire list. But the event itself, seriously, was ridiculous and so, so good. And I have to give full props to the organising team behind the scenes. He's done an incredible job. Shout out to Andrew Shilliday, who helped put all the videos and stuff together. Done an amazing job. And also to Robert Black as well, who helps uh, facilitate the whole thing. It was just absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, one thing that really quite interested me is that the event went live on the 28th of August. You guys know that. And 7pm UK time, the whole thing went live. But one thing that kind of developed after this is that the tickets are still available. You can still now go to Eventbrite and buy a ticket for it if you did happen to miss it. 
go and buy a ticket because it's still available all the way up now until Saturday. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already passed. But yes, the Leslie Smith online concert will be available to watch at any stage all the way up to the 4th of September. So go along Eventbrite and type it in, Leslie Smith online concert. You will not regret it, trust me. Uh, And hopefully we'll do a little bit of a wrap-up following the concert because, yeah, it's available now for a full week from the data broadcast. So 28th of August, it went live, but it's now available all the way up to the 4th of August. So, yeah, for those of you who weren't able to tune in live, then you haven't missed it. You haven't missed it. So go along and have a a listen. This is definitely well worth listening to. There you are. Okay, now I have to give a huge plug this week. You guys know I love it when a brand new podcast launches. Yep, and you guessed it. We have a brand new piping podcast that's been drew to my attention. Yeah, shout out to Yuspaba, Southern Branch. Mm. The EUSPBA Southern Branch have launched a podcast and uh, it is simply entitled Yuspapa Southern Branch Podcast. Yeah, so they've released their first episode there just last week where their vice chairman, Kenneth Henner, manages to sit down with the legend himself, Andrew Douglas. Now, of course, they're chatting all about his new book, Find a Backpack Freedom. And all of that, you know, his journey with creating the the Piper's Dojo, all of that sort of stuff. It's really quite a fascinating conversation. Well over uh, an hour plus, I think, and but definitely a fascinating conversation to hear more about the dojo. Andrew in the process of putting his book together. Yeah, very, very entertaining stuff. So, yeah, if you are interested in finding out more information, go and have a listen to that. The Southern Branch Podcast, episode one, dropped on August 27th. Definitely worth a listen. So, hey, who knows? We might get Kenneth here on the Big Rab Show to chat about it and we'll talk about the podcast idea. And if anything, this really bodes well for other associations to do something similar themselves. Yeah, now I've always said this. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team are doing this because no one else is. And we've said that from day one. We'll do a piping podcast. Why? Because no one else was. Well, no one else at that time was doing it, but now there's loads of them. <laughs> well, then we did. Then we said, oh, we're going to live stream from competitions because no one else was doing it. Well, now we're starting to find that there's other different social media outlets and they're doing something similar as well. May not be live, but they're certainly recorded and they're placed out, out after the fact. But we have seen little fledgling things from our own RSPBA here in the UK and they've been live streaming different events and things themselves as well, dipping their toes in the water. So, yeah, interesting. And I do hope that this is the start of things to come with associations engaging with social media and harnessing this technology and actually using it. So, yeah, full props to Yuspaba there and their Southern Branch for launching a podcast. I'm all sorts of fascinated to see what future episodes will be, uh, the frequency of them, uh, who will be on them, all that sort of stuff. I'm actually dead interested. It's really quite an interesting conversation. So, looking forward to future episodes there. Yeah. Now, I have to give a mention, of course, to other podcasts out there, not to be outdone, of course, our good friends, our brothers in crime, they're at Chanterant 
shout out to you guys again listener discretion is advised if you do want to go and listen to those pair of idiots uh good luck to you uh but yeah shout out to chandler Rand. those guys are continuing to churn out the goodness each and every week and a lot of it is very entertaining because uh just listen to an episode there today actually where they're talking about struggling about getting back into playing ways again even after two months of trying to get back into the band hall and learn music again yeah, the guys are just really struggling, trying to get music together, get everyone in one place at one time. I'm sure it's a very identifiable story for that a lot of people are struggling with, so quite entertaining. So shout out to the guys at Chandler Rant. Go and have a listen at your own yeah, at your own risk, I suppose. Listener discretion is advised, but definitely entertaining, yeah. Also, the guys are up to the line. It's been a while since we've heard from them. I think the last podcast they released, they were talking about uh, online competitions, the benefits and the, the pitfalls. So that in itself was quite interesting. So, yeah, shout out to the guys up to the line. But it's been a wee while since we've heard from them. So hoping to see them, yeah, producing future episodes again. Yeah, yeah. So any of you guys listening right now, come on, guys. We're waiting on another pod. <laughs> but I'm sure you're all furiously busy over there at the moment. So, yeah. Uh, also, I have to give a shout to Droning On. Yeah, the Droning On podcast has been drew to my attention. And, yeah, I've actually been delving into the bit of the archives, looking at previous episodes. And I would like you guys to do the same. Again, this is an American-based podcast for you folks listening here in the UK, but it is one that I would urge you to go and have a listen to. There are conversations held with some interesting characters in the piping scene, and their conversations are long-form. You know, they really get lost into the weeds in some of the conversations, and that's where all the golden nuggets are. So, really quite an interesting podcast uh, with a, a really cool format, so... Shout out to Jim there and the guys at Droning On. I would recommend that that if you go and have a listen to it at your leisure. Yeah. So with that all being said, yeah, this brand new podcast by Yusbaba is just another one to be added to my list of piping podcasts. Fantastic stuff. Okay, let's move on. We've got loads more to talk about. And yes, yeah, I have to admit this is stuff that Rob got wrong. Yeah, my apologies. My pronunciation of the Livy Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming event was completely wrong. I don't know why or what I was on, but I pronounced it Levi. You know, like the jeans. I don't know. I just don't know. Why the heck I thought it was pronounced Levi, I have no idea. But it was the Livy invitational freestyle solo drumming event so yes they have announced the full lineup and i don't know if i mentioned this in the previous podcast but yes the event itself is sold out so tough if you're looking a ticket for it sorry they're sold out but the event is happening on the 13th of november and ourselves and the big rab show team will be there of course we will be live streaming all the action from this incredible event now they have announced the lineup and to say that this is going to be all sorts of exciting where do you hear this we have Garth McLeese from Field Marshal, Willie Glenn Holmes from Loman and Clyde, Les Gilbraith from Johnstone, Aaron McLean, who currently doesn't have a band. We have John Henderson from Inverary. We have Rachel Tom from Police Scotland and Federation. I'm still getting used to that name. We have Kerr McQuillan, of course, from Boghall. We have Matthew Shaw from Rivara. Cameron Lawson from Shots, we have Callum Burns from Boghall, Russell Essler from Scottish Power, and Simon Grant from the City of Edinburgh. 
Not a bad lineup, yeah. Although it has been pointed out by some folks that there's no international players in here. Yeah, for example, there's no one from St. Lawrence or anyone from the United States or further afield. So, yeah, of course, COVID-19 is still a thing and travel restrictions apply. So, hey, it is what it is. But these guys still have quite an incredible lineup. And I cannot wait for this to see all these drummers again in one place this is going to be so entertaining. I'm really looking forward to this. So the Levy Invitational Freestyle Solo Drummond's happening on the 13th of November. And you guys should be tuning in to The Big Rab Show on social media where we will be doing what we can to live stream all that we can. Indeed. Okay, now, for those of you who are fans of Celtic and folk music, and of course you are because you're listening to The Big Rab Show, I have to give a bit of a shout to two brand new releases this past week. Shout out goes to Manran. Manran! Yeah, they have their brand new single released called Crow Flies, which is a brand new single from their forthcoming album, Ura. Ura, 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 Ura? <laughs> I can't pronounce that. Sorry. Manran, fantastic band, but you make your album title incredibly difficult to pronounce. It's Ura, Ura. I, I can't pronounce it. And I know the guys at Manran will be listening to this right now in absolute stitches. So if anyone knows how to pronounce the title of Manran's new album, please let me know. Uh, yeah, but their brand new single, Crow Flies, is out now. And I have to say, if this is what the album's going to sound like, oh my word, I can't wait. So yeah, watching Manran at Pipe and Live obviously was a real, real treat. Uh, so this is them letting us know that this new album's coming out on October 1st. And their new single, Crow Flies, simply brilliant. So, yes, I did tell you that there was going to be a couple of new releases, and I have to give a special mention to John Doe. Now, you guys may well remember we had him on a previous podcast talking all about the upcoming album, Mackerel Sky. Oh, my God. Yeah, this album is simply brilliant. And John has actually released three videos from that album, and yeah, he's released the third one there called Merlin's Leap, and that is an absolute thumper of a tune, seriously ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, the album itself is available to order or pre-order now through johndo-composition.com forward slash shop. So yeah, do yourself a favour, go and check out Mackerel Sky by John Do. you will not be disappointed. This album absolutely slaps. <laughs> It's so, so good. Yeah, ever since I've uh, got my hands on it, the album is just brilliant. It's one of those albums that you do listen from start to finish. You know, it's one of those albums where every track flows into the next, so it's really difficult to separate one out. Uh, So, yeah, go and have a listen to it. You know, there's various different tracks available now on John Doe's social media. He's released all sorts of video performances of him playing tracks from the album. It's an absolute cracker of an album. Go and have a listen. So, yeah, I think at this point it's probably the best point in the show to drop in a little music. So, here is a little clip, actually. Yeah, from Mackerel Sky. I'm actually furiously reading this here. So, yeah, here is a little track that we've played out in Fuse FM quite a number of times now by Heavy Demand. Here is John Dew and a quick little sneak peek of a track called Sunday Afternoon in Rattray.
there you have it. So that was a little bit of a sneak preview there, I suppose. If you do want to listen to more or all of that, go and check out John Doe on social media, where he's uploaded all sorts of incredible clips and performances and stuff from his new album, Mackerel Sky. Do yourself a favour. Go and pick yourself up a copy. It's an absolute brilliant album. You know, I don't always do it too often, but yeah, this gets the big rap show seal of approval. There you go. It's been sealed. It's set in stone. Go and check it out. Alright, I have to give a mention to the Lockhaber Piping Society who held their solo piping event, of course, over the past weekend. And congratulations goes to Ben Duncan, who managed to win the Lockhaber Gold Axe. Yeah. So, yeah, he managed to lift the PA grade Peabrook. And, uh, yeah, full congratulations goes to him. And to everyone else who managed to pick up a prize at the Lockhaber Piping Society event this past weekend, full congratulations. And uh, just by way of a shameless plug... Ben Duncan was actually playing a G1 gold plug-and-play chanter at the time. So, you know, hey, hey, that's all I have to say on that. So, well done. (laughs) Uh, Well, on last week's podcast, we did manage to talk about the International Belfast Tattoo. And we did speak about the disappointment that was felt across the piping scene. And for the people who were hoping to enjoy the event, of course... Yeah, we talked about it all on last week's podcast and we did hope to catch up with Mr. Brian Wilson to find out just exactly what did happen and what could happen going forward. So, yeah, I think at this point, without further ado, we'll introduce Brian to the the Big Rab Show podcast. So, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Brian Wilson. Brian, how are you, sir? I'm okay, thanks, Rab. And yourself? Yeah, God, it's one word, that's for sure. I'm really disappointed for everybody involved, right from, you know, the directors that run the tattoo right through to the performers. Uh, It was a a seriously big shock for us all when we had met with the arena on several occasions over the last few months. We had put in all the health and safety things that we had to do for the COVID restrictions. We had got marquees for the backyard out there. That was one of the uh, issues that they were having about uh, the close proximity of uh, performers in uh, the changing room. So we had everything, all the uh, dots and crosses done. And uh, yeah, it was just, we couldn't believe it. Lastminute.com. So, you know, 12 days before the show, the arena announced they're not opening the doors. And that's where it came from. Like it was completely out of the blue, unexpected, and this came from the arena themselves, really, from the SSE Arena staff. Is that where it came from? Yeah, the SSE Arena made the decision that they were not going to open for our show. Uh, they had a cancellation as well for the following week. So yeah, it was a bit of a surprise now for us because we have worked tirelessly with the arena to put in everything in place, and it's not just a few weeks project for the tattoo the tattoo is nearly 365 days of a project so we've been working at this since last year's uh, tattoo was cancelled uh, due to COVID uh, COVID never came into this this year uh, COVID was never mentioned by the tattoo as a, an issue uh, but yeah they seem to have just decided that no they were not opening the door so that yeah I think you know from last week's podcast we were talking about this announcement and everything and just how 
you know, wow, it kind of blindsided everyone. Uh, so as you guys on the organizing team, but also for the band's folk who were already preparing for the event, like I know uh, Matthew Shaw and that was working hard with the drummers and such. And we know the Pipers were working learning music. Everyone was preparing for this with no indication that it was all going to get pulled. Yeah, I have a cast of 300 for the Belfast Tattoo, just over 300. And everybody was pulling out all stops, the accordion bands, the military bands, the dancers, the Highland, the Irish dancers we had, uh, the pipe bands, the drum major display, the tenor drum display. All these guys were working so, so hard. And it was devastating for me to have to lift the phone and ring and explain to them the situation that we found ourselves in. Yeah, that's it indeed. Absolutely horrible. I do remember chatting to Jason and Emma and Lauren, I think, at Antrim, uh, Antrim Castle Gardens. And I was saying, well, guys, he's going to Bangor. And they're like, no, we're very happily going to the Belfast Tattoo. We'll see us all there. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's terrible, really, knowing that the amount of work that's went in. But I have to say then, running forward, where does this now leave the tattoo running into next year? I think that's where we're all going, Brian, yeah? Yeah, we're, we, we have decided to reschedule. So the tattoo will be on the 2nd of September and the 3rd of September. So it'll be matinee on the 3rd. Uh, so we will be taking along a lot of our cast from this year. And we already have secured some really interesting acts for next year. Uh, some there should be a, a little American flavor, there should be a little Dutch flavor, and a little Canadian flavor to the tattoo next year. So it's really exciting tattoo going forward. It's just getting over the shock of what has just happened. And just we'll get back to next year. The tickets that were bought for this year automatically carry over to next year. So people needn't worry that they have to get tickets uh, refunded. Uh, just hold on to your tickets and those same tickets in the same seats for next year. Yeah, that was one of the things actually we chatted to you about this on the BBC show that I work on, uh, Kendra, and we were asking about tickets and how they all work. Well, if you had ones for even last year's and this year's, still keep a hold of them because you guys will honour them then for 2022. Isn't that right? Absolutely, absolutely. Ticketmaster hold all those those tickets and it's just a matter of them being held over, held over, and they will be uh, the same tickets, same seats for next year. Fantastic stuff. So I was going to ask about next year and with the, the international part of it, do you know what I mean? With bands traveling in internationally, I'm sure COVID restrictions and all of that have played a part in that element of it. But I'm sure now things are easing. Are you expecting to have more of an international flavor then for 2022? Absolutely. Some of the bands that were due to come uh, this year pulled out really, really early uh, in March due to the COVID restrictions. Now, they had already secured flights uh, and they were lucky to be able to hold on to their deposits. Uh, Delta Police, coming from uh, Canada, have done that and they they were on emailing us saying, we're, we're really sorry the tattoo didn't work for you this year. We're uh, ready for next year. Uh, just send us the music. We're ready to go. And again, some of the other international acts that weren't able to come this year have already been in touch to say, uh, we're ready for next year. God willing that uh, COVID will have gone and life will be back to a, a new normal. Aye, that's it indeed. You know, I'm sure just like me, I am sick of Rona. She can clear away off. I've had enough of her. That's enough, enough now. She's wrecked enough parties, you know. <laughs> so I'm definitely looking forward to 2022 for sure. Um, so that all being said, Brian, I have to say, 
can you please pass on our best wishes to all of the performers and stuff that we're not going to see this year, uh, unfortunately. But uh, we really do hope to see them back on the boards again next year. Absolutely. I'll pass on the best wishes. And we'll see the Rab Show at the Tattoo 2022 that's the 2nd and 3rd of September 2022 it's only around the corner I know well that's it too it'll fly in you know <laughs> it'll be no time and yeah I'll be backstage again annoying everyone with a microphone I'm sure as always yeah being a pest <laughs> it's what I do best <laughs> right there. yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, Brian, thanks so much for joining us on the pod this week. And uh, yeah, best wishes to you all. Hope to see you all next year. Thank you. Yeah, thanks very much, Rob. And thanks to the Rap Show. Ah, there you have it. So many thanks to Brian for joining us here on the show. Yeah, it's absolutely heartbreaking. You know, for all of the band's folk involved, to the organisers and for everyone who works so tirelessly hard on such a huge event, it's absolutely terrible to see this news. Uh, but we do hope to see them build back and, yeah, be three times the size next year. I'm absolutely looking forward to 2022 now and the tattoo. It's going to be all sorts of incredible. All right, I've got a few things to draw to your attention for you folks listening down there in sunny New Zealand. Uh, entries are now currently open for the Horo Rata, is it Horo Rata Highland Games. That could be stuff that Rab got wrong. Yeah, entries are now open, and they, yeah, for the 6th of November, for solos, bands, all of that stuff. So if you do want to take part in the event, which is happening on the 6th of November, then get your entries in now. Go and check out the Royal New Zealand Pipe Bands Association on social media. They'll give you all your links and whatnot, and how you should apply, along with your greetings, instructions, blah, blah, blah. It's all up there now. Go along, get your entry forms in now when you can. Also, I have to give a little bit of a mention to something else that's happening. Yeah, New York Tartan Day. Yeah, the Tartan Day Parade in New York City is back again for 2022. And applications are now open. So, if you do want to take part in the parade in 2022, they are urging you to go to nyctartanweek.org. Yeah, and this is the first time it's going to be in person since 2019. So if you do want to take part in the event, this is your chance. Uh, So yeah, go along, nyctartanweek.org and register your interest. And who knows, you could be marching around uh, New York on Tartan Day. That'll be all sorts of fun. There you are. Okay, now you guys know we're huge friends and uh, fans of the guys there at Tartan Tunes. We love their show and who have a bit of an online presence for sure and a huge following with all sorts of incredible music each and every weekend. Well, we always love to draw your attention uh, whenever the guys are going to be bringing on an absolutely brilliant guest that you should be catching. And yes, this weekend, guys, we have Dan Nevins joining Tartan Tunes on Sunday night. So for those of you, who, depending, of course, when you're listening to this, Sunday the 5th of September, yeah, Dan Nevins will be joining the guys at Tartan Tunes, and I can't tell you, that is going to be awesome. All right, you've been warned. So tune in to Tartan Tunes this weekend. It's going to be all sorts of incredible to hear from Dan. And uh, yeah, I, I do hope to learn a little bit more about Peabrook as I'm listening to them watching the show. Yeah. Okay. Now, you did mention on last week's podcast, well, you did hear me mention, actually, about Harbour Road. Bradley Parker's new band, of course, following their debut at Piping Live this year. They have been threatening to drop a new album on us or a little recording or two. Well, the guys at Harbour Road uploaded a little teaser clip. Yeah, a new teaser clip of a new single called The Grove. 
Oh my god, it sounds amazing. Now, if you are fans of Bradley Parker at all, or even vaguely interested in Harbour Road, then go have a listen to this. It's only about 45-ish seconds long, but wow. This is going to be all sorts of insane, and I'm really looking forward to this. Now, it hasn't released officially yet. This is only just a teaser for now, but go along, have a listen to that. Harbour Road, all sorts of excited for that. So shout out to Bradley Parker and the guys there at Harbour Road. Very, very exciting stuff. Alrighty, now I have to move on. I have to give a bit of a shout out before we get into the news and everything. Big congratulations to good friend of the show, Matthew Shaw, and his good lady wife, Lauren, who managed... Yeah, they are now proud parents to wee baby James. Yay! Yeah, oh, congratulations, guys. Of course, Matthew Shaw, lead tipper of Rivara, and he's been on the show here quite a number of times now. And uh, yeah, I have to give a full shout out to you guys. Congratulations, yay! And happy birthday to baby James. Yeah, so full congratulations, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, with that being said, if you guys do have any particular news stories or that that we should have paid attention to this week and we haven't done, please drop them our direction. Our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Get them into us. Okay, folks. Well, you've waited this long in the pod. Yeah, if you've guessed it, it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors, and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever, and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand, and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their corps. The British Drum Company. Look amazing. Sound amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With RG Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McLennan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. 
Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And yeah, you guessed it. That cup of tea was amazing and well needed after that quite long stretch there trying to tackle all the news. And I know for a fact that there's news stories that I've missed. So I can just see the angry emails pouring in now. Yeah, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I'm sure there's any amount of stories that I've missed. And uh, yeah, definitely sling them my direction. I will do what I can to include them on next week's pod. Like I said, this week's been a crazy week. New releases, there's been a few books and stuff. There's concerts, there's new competitions, there's new festivals. There's been so much. Oh God, even the call happened last week. And I forgot to talk all about that. Yeah, the Carl Highland Gathering was online. And it was a rip-roaring success. I don't know if you guys managed to see any of the online content from that. Oh, absolutely brilliant. So full congratulations to the guys there at the Carl Highland Gathering. It was simply brilliant. Oh, <clears throat> simply brilliant. But, yes, I'm going to continue talking about more news stories that I've missed. But I need to get into this week's topic. All right, Rab, let's go. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, recruitment. Now, I do know... In a lot of bands, this is something that happens in an ongoing basis. Bands are always in recruitment mode. Sometimes we do draw criticism. You know, last week we did announce it that the Big Rab Show matchmaking service, the doors are open again. And uh, a lot of you guys out there ask, well, why did the doors close? And uh, is the matchmaking service not a full-time thing that you could run all the time? Well, to be fair, you're probably right. Yes, and very similar to bands, we do what we can to match players with bands and vice versa. So, yeah, the matchmaking service doesn't really shut its doors, I suppose. But, yeah, we just wanted to put it out there to tell folks that if you do want a point of contact to reach out to, you know, if you're looking to start playing again, regardless of where it is, uh, geographically or whatever, then we will do what we can to help you. So, yeah, with that in mind, folks... Big Rab Show matchmaking service is definitely open to business. And, uh, yeah, we'll not, we'll not charge for the service at all. It's not business. Uh, but, yeah, go and take advantage of it. If You know, if you are a player out there wanting to find a band or if you're a band looking for a player, then get in contact with us. We'll do what we can to do our matchmaking thing and get more players back on the grass. Now, recruitment. Now, please don't take this as a rule of law, all right? We've spoke about recruitment here on the podcast before. We've talked about how other bands managed to achieve it. But that was all during a time of normalcy, I suppose, where things were, you know, run-of-the-mill. And bands recruiting, all they simply had to do was, you know, just put a word out on social media. And then suddenly, like, 15 players would apply for one position. And then, hey, there you go. Position filled, thanks very much, let's go on the grass. Well, now bands are finding themselves in a completely different kettle of fish. So how exactly do bands recruit post-pandemic? Now, I am very aware that the situation here in the UK will be very different, very, very different from that in the United States, in Canada, in Australia, in New Zealand, South Africa. No matter where you're listening to this, it's probably different. But I do hope that some of the things that I'm going to be talking about in this week's topic are universal and could hopefully help a lot of folks out there when considering recruiting new members. Now, number one, top of the pile. If you are a band and you're wanting to recruit new members or new musicians, whatever, you need to get your name out there. All right? You need to put yourself out there in the public eye 
for them to see you in the first place. <laughs> now, believe it or not, this is number one top of the heap for a reason. There are so many bands here in the UK that don't do this. And it really makes the mind wonder why. I do know so many bands out there that are crying out for members. And uh, they they don't do anything to advertise themselves that they exist. No, no, they, they kind of sit there in their band hall, out in the sticks in the middle of nowhere, and expect players to magically walk through their doors. Now, regardless if your band has been incredibly successful or not in competing times then that in itself is not advertisement enough to attract players nowadays. Yeah, this has been something that's been spoke about in previous podcasts as well, of players who go to bands just to win prizes. Yes, the old glory hunting kind of argument. Oh, well, you know, those guys won the world, so what do you see next year? They'll have 50 pipers and 100 drummers, you know what I mean? No, it doesn't happen like that. And that's been my experience, especially over this last 10 to 15 years. It may well have been the case in the early 90s, you know, late 80s perhaps. That would have been the case. You know, a band would have had a glut of membership as a result of winning a major championship because everyone wants to go to the band that's winning. I wouldn't say that that's the case nowadays. There's a lot of other factors that goes into a player choosing a band. And success is only just one of them. Yeah, we've talked about it. Interpersonal issues are a big deal for a player when they're picking a band. Yes, you could walk in there and, you know, win Spiky or lift a sash, but if you can't get on with the person standing next to you, a lot of players wouldn't want to put up with that, you know? So that's also a consideration. And also, yeah, believe it or not, geography still plays a large part of it, especially now in pandemic times. I was talking about the Levy Invitationals there. And all of the players are mostly based here in the UK uh, because they can travel. Uh, but, you know, as far as international players are concerned, that's a different ball game. So we may see a quite considerable reduction in players flying into UK bands as a result and vice versa. A lot of UK players not being able to fly out further afield to play with other international outfits. So that will raise itself in its own set of challenges. So, whenever you're considering about recruiting, yeah, the pandemic will have an effect on that and you may need to start looking a little closer to home because international travel may not be as easy as before. So, that's something to factor in and I did want to put this at the very top of the list is that you need to put your name out there. Folks are not going to magically appear through your door because you won the British Championship in 2006. Your band will need to put themselves out there, no matter what the means and ways of doing it, but you need to put your name in front of people's eyes and draw their attention to your band and why you are awesome. Okay, now the problem is is that there's hundreds and hundreds of bands out there doing exactly the same thing. And if you're only thinking about doing this now, then you're already too late. You need to get on this horse as soon as you possibly can and start churning your name out there in front of people. Indeed. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is because I've seen evidence of it in recent weeks. Yes, in fact, one band that we spoke about here recently, the Vale of Athelpipe band, 
Yeah, they held a bit of a free outdoor gig where they basically had a bit of an outdoor practice, a little bit of a showcase, playing a few tunes here and there and showing people just what the music's about. And they also had their novice juvenile band on the field. You know, here's all the kids and look how incredible they can play and how you can do this too. And after the event, I'm sure there was a lot of conversations had with various members of the band and members of the public locally to say, hey, you know, our band's here, we're doing this, this is a gig for free, but this is all the incredible music we're playing. And this is the places that you can go, the competitions you can go to. You know, it's a huge deal to do things like this and a massive draw for members, you know, or potential members. So that's one thing that I would suggest. When you're trying to put your name out there, then why not hold a bit of a free gig? You know, throw yourself a bit of an outdoor practice in a public space if you can. Now, I'm saying if you can. (laughs) There's a lot of bands, of course, locally here in Northern Ireland specifically, who wouldn't be able to do that to get access to a public space like that. Uh, But if you can, and you can organise all the various permissions and such, you know, do it. Why not just hold like a free outdoor practice and invite the general public to attend? And, you know, if they want to stand around listening to you, tuning up and playing Green Hills for the 15th time, then at least your band is out there and being seen. And let's face it, here in the UK, we've only got like a month or two left of dry weather before the winter sets in and playing outdoors would simply be impossible. So now would be the time to do it, folks. Get your band outdoors and playing, no matter what the format. Even if you're only playing a few six-eights and then scurrying away back to the band hall, it'll all be worth it, trust me. In fact, we've already seen evidence of this. We've seen little clips of St. Lawrence Atul doing just that, playing some 4-4 road sets and stuff. And we've also seen Inverary doing just the same. So, yeah, we do know that bands are gradually rebuilding themselves and heading back out. But these showcase events, these open practices, whatever you want to call them, they're a massive deal for bands to put their name out there in the public eye because they act as a huge recruiting tool. Especially now that we don't have competitions at the moment and haven't had them now in two years. Putting your band out there in the public eye has become all the more difficult. So whenever the RSPBA Northern Ireland run their events here in Northern Ireland, is it any wonder we're seeing a lot of bands attending this last event in Bangor? Yeah, because it's essentially it's the last time a band will have to get a run out on the grass before 2022. So, yes, it'll help with the band's profile, put the name out there, and a massive, massive boost for recruitment. So, with that in mind, everyone going to Bangor, yep, looking forward to seeing you guys, and we will do what we can to film your band and put you on social media, which brings me on to my next point. Social media is an absolute must for any pipe band out there wanting to attract new members. And that's not just for folks here in the UK, but internationally as well. If your band is not engaged in social media, if you don't have a Facebook, a Twitter, a Snapchat or any of this sort of stuff, if you don't have any of that, then you are ready behind the curve and you need to catch up. Bands out there, some of them are great at social media. Shout out to Waken District, <laughs> whose social media is simply incredible. 
Uh, and there's other bands as well, but that's the first example that comes to mind of someone who really has a handle on social media. Just go and check out their Instagram, it's nuts. Uh, but also, there's many other bands out there who also do an incredible job on social media. Uh, but, yeah, you really are missing a trick. If your band is not on social media, again, it's all about raising the profile. If players don't know about your band and what you're doing, or if they want to be a part of something exciting, then how are they going to know that you're doing something exciting if you're not telling people about it and you're keeping it all secret? So yeah, social media is a great method to get your name out there into the public's eye and saying, hi, look at this cool thing we're doing and we've made videos about it and, you know, make the videos look really slick, you know, with filters and transitions and all of that kind of cool editing stuff that you can do and you can make your band look incredible and, you know, you'll have people baiting at your band hall door, let me in, I want to play tenor. You know what I mean? So, hey, that's what I said. It's all about raising the profile. If you can't do an outdoor gig or a free concert somewhere, anything like that, just playing anywhere for free and just getting the name out there, then social media is where it's at. If you can, you know, do what you can on social media. Put your logo up there. You know, put your band crest or your band logo. Your even a photograph of your bass drum would be a start. And you know, just do something. I know a lot of bands out there who are recruiting, and I said, "Great, okay, right. You're looking for players. No problem. What kind of standard are you looking for? Experience. Uh huh. Uh huh. No problem. Okay. Where's the point of contact? And where can folks go and see you?" And they give me a mobile number. <clears throat> I'm not going to name bands here, okay? But that's happened so many times. Oh, well, if, if someone's looking to come and play with the band or they want to see us or anything like that, then here's the pipe major's phone number. That's, no, no. If someone wants to go and do a little bit of you know due, due diligence and actually go and check out your band before they go and play with you, have you got a, a YouTube account have you got a a video anywhere where they can see you playing you know have you got a a facebook where they can message you have they got a a twitter where they can tweet you anything and even an email address uh, instead of just a phone number because sometimes a phone number can be quite confrontational especially for a lot of uh, new players there's always that nervous phone call when you left the phone ring 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 hello i want to come and play uh, hello i can be quite nervous and you know for folks so they like to know what they're letting themselves in for so if they can hear your band playing ahead of time and they can see the kind of exciting things that you're doing then social media plays a huge role in that part so please if your band doesn't have a social media presence you need to get on that horse all right i'm telling you now social media especially after pandemic times we have just seen the power of technology and what it means to us as human beings to keep us all connected. So, yeah, if you're not on social media, then you're really missing a trick. Okay, also, one final suggestion, I suppose, for this week's topic of the week. If all of that made absolutely no sense, or maybe you're doing it already, and trying to put your name out there wherever you possibly can to draw attention to your band and how cool it is and why people should play with you, Then this next one is one food for thought. And this one does apply in the UK, but it also does apply for international folks as well. Have a look at schools or community groups. Local community groups specifically for international folks, but 
You know, here in the UK, schools are a big deal, especially when it comes to tuition of kids and all the rest and picking up new instruments. I'm aware of a lot of, pa- a lot of bands here, especially in Northern Ireland, who have just dropped off flyers to local schools. Hey, kids, fancy playing bagpipes or lifting a drum? Then, hey, why not come along, check us out on YouTube. We've got great videos and stuff. And they have links on there for the band website where you can message us and say, hey, can I come and get lessons? The lessons are free. Just come along and uh, we'll teach you how to play. Uh, And then before you know it, you'll be playing with the band in the circle and traveling places and all sorts of excitement. So I do know there's a number of bands who have flyered, left flyers off at various different schools, both at primary school level, elementary school or in high school level as well. And, um, you know, just dropping off the leaflets at the school and saying, hey, if you want to distribute these, cool. If not, also cool. But if you could put them somewhere where the kids might lift them, that would be appreciated. And that's all it takes. Now, sometimes bands take it a stage further and say, hey, we want to attend your school and do a demonstration. It'll be educational for the kids because they'll get to learn all about, you know, Highland pipes and drums and the music and culture that goes with it. But at the same time, the band can use it as a recruitment tool. Hey, kids, look at these pipes. Oh, aren't they kind of funny looking? (laughs) They make an interesting sound, don't they? Hmm. Do you like the music we're making? Well then, hey, why not come along to band practice some night and you can learn how to do it there? Yeah, oh here, you all like hitting things with drumsticks? Brilliant, why not learn how to do it and at a band practice and come and play drums with us? You know what I mean? So, I know a lot of bands who have had a lot of success doing it that way by recruiting through schools. Either turning up for a showcase event, you know, to say, hey, you know, these bagpipes are strange, aren't they? <laughs> Why don't you try and learn them? Uh, And then before you know it, you get them hooked into the piping scene and they're asking you every week, oh, what tune are we doing this week? What tune are we doing this week? You know, and that's that's where you get them. (laughs) I know, you know, I'm, I'm going to make all sorts of fishing analogies there, but it depends on how you bait the hook. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to put your band's name out there, you have to tell them why your band is exciting. And the only way to communicate that is... Again, through social media and by doing things as a band and making sure that it's publicized and getting the name out. And schools and community groups are a great way of reaching out to the local community as well as far and wide. Again, to put your band's name out there. Because word of mouth is still extremely powerful. Even now in the 21st century, people do talk. And uh, yeah, if your band has seemed to be engaging with the local community, you know, maybe playing at a little fundraiser or something here and there. And, uh, you know, do you remember that wee band that came along and helped us at our wee bake sale thing? Wasn't that great? Actually, uh, I might send my grandson to that, you know, and let him learn how to play chanter. That's how it works. You know, that's how it works. So, recruitment, guys, it is such a big deal, especially now in post-pandemic times, where I'm very aware that a lot of bands out there are furiously recruiting at the moment and finding all sorts of different ways with various different degrees of success. But my advice would be is to get your band's name out there and in everyone's gobs. (laughs) You want to have them talking about you. Either 
you know, but how exciting it will be to be a part of this band and, oh, hey, but, you know, they, these guys played here or, you know, here they are in a big concert with a big audience and everything. Wow. You know, that's exactly where it's at. And it's how we're going to recruit more players going forward. And like I said, social media is so important, guys. But I know some bands out there that are still reluctant to engage with social media. And I, I just don't get it. Maybe that's just me. I'm a bit odd because I do work in social media, of course, with The Rab Show. But I can just see just how important it is. But, hi, I'm just repeating myself at this point. If any of the advice that we've given in this week's pod has rung true for you or your band, then we would love to hear from you. Yeah, that's indeed us us reaching out to the community now at this point. Yeah, we would love to hear from you and hear your opinions on recruitment. And if anything, we'd love to know what your band is doing at the moment for recruiting. Yeah, we have seen bands putting messages out in social media and then... Bupkis. Then nothing. Absolutely nothing happens. So we don't know if anyone walks through the door or not. Uh, whether it's successful or unsuccessful. So we'd love to know. Let us know, guys. Email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Let us know about your own band's recruiting, uh, whether you think it could improve or whether you, whether you think it's done and you guys do it perfectly. Hmm. Anyway, that could be something for a weekly drone right there. Yeah, why not? If you want to do it completely anonymously, that's where you go. BigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. I dare say we'll get some comments after this week's episode. Hmm. Okay, guys. Well, <clears throat> that's it for this week's Big Rab Show podcast. I have to say a huge thank you for downloading this week and each and every week. And don't forget, you can go and help support us and get your mitts on tons of extra stuff by being part of the Patreon faithful. If you'd like to, you're not forced to, but you can do, go and click on support and get access to all that extra stuff. And, uh, yeah, we would very much appreciate it. Well, guys, until next week, we will see you back here for another Big Rab Show podcast as we will be blathering all about the piping scene as we do each and every week. No doubt we're going to banger this weekend as well. So for those of you uh, who can't make it, be sure to tune into our social media as we will be live streaming from Banger this weekend and expect to catch all sorts of incredible piping action for your enjoyment. And, yeah, if you are actually going to be there in person... Then give us a shout, say hi, you know, and we'll grab a hashtag by Grab Show Selfie, indeed. Okay, folks, we'll see you all next week here on the podcast. So until then, we'll see you all next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>